The Holy Spirit plays a big role in our renewing of the mind process. And there's a lot of reasons why. I came up with three T's today as I was studying scripture about how the Holy Spirit changes us from the inside out. Here's what's amazing about the Holy Spirit. Once the Holy Spirit starts to change you on the inside, worldly music won't sound the same. Going to the club and popping bottles and drinking and doing the things that allow the world to fill up uh, inside of you, that's just temporary. It won't be the same anymore. And being able to laugh at the same at jokes that used to be high school type of jokes, they're not going to be funny anymore because you've changed. You're different. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to lie to you and tell you that, oh, you're being too churchy. You're being too religious. The spirit of religion, the spirit of religion hates the move of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit's in the midst and it's moving, you'll see religious folks trying to put God in a box. You'll see them try to put the Holy Spirit in a box. Three keys I want to talk today about how the Holy Spirit uh, changes our thinking. So what is the role of the Holy Spirit when it comes to changing our thinking? Because I'm going to tell y'all family, I'm not the same. I might have been born again. I got baptized both water and by the Holy Spirit. And the transformation just took time. It was feeding my spirit every day. And over time, things that I used to desire, I just don't desire anymore. And I think this is what's so beautiful about serving God and allowing the Holy Spirit to change us from the inside out. So the Holy Spirit has a huge, huge role in changing our, our thinking, our thoughts, and our mind. Let me give you all these three T's. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And the last one, the Holy Spirit is our transformer. It helps us transform our thinking, transform our desires, just transforming us in general. I want to read this in Ephesians 4, verse 17 and 19. It says this, uh, This I say, say therefore and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. This is Apostle Paul writing a letter to the church at Ephesus. In the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. There's going to be people that are walking in darkness and they think walking in darkness is normal. It's what I've been taught and you're the crazy one for walking in the light. Remember, darkness does not like the light because the light overpowers darkness and the light exposes darkness. People love their truth over the truth. And we're going to dive deep into that today. And it says because of the ignorance that is in them and because they have been alienated by God, that walking in futility of their mind is walking in darkness. That's, this is emptiness. Just like in the beginning in Genesis, um, it says that the earth was without form and void. That's what most people are without form and void until they get a touch of God, until they get a breath of God. This is a real family. Because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanliness with greediness. When people serve the world, they're serving themselves because the enemy wants to lie to people saying, oh, if you join Christianity, if you accept Jesus, now you're following a man. Now you're following a religion. You got to be be free. Why does the Bible talk about being set free? But really, you're not, you're not free. God is in control of your life. This is a lie from the enemy. And little do we know, God's plans are higher than our plans. God's ways are higher than our ways. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. It's such a better way. 
God's way is such a better and more healthier way because he is the one that created us and he knows what's best for us. But people have ignorance. People have selfish ambitions. People deal with pride. And a lot of this comes from our selfish uh, human flesh nature. And that's why we have to surrender to God and allow the Holy Spirit to work through us and in us. Let's keep reading verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. I have to let go of the old in order for God to bring in the new. One of my favorite verses in Isaiah, it's in Isaiah 43. Do not remember the former things, nor the things of old. Behold, I will do a brand new thing. I'll make rivers in the desert and roads in the wilderness. I must let go of the old in order for the brand new to come in. I have to make room for God. So that's me emptying myself up. But sometimes it's also me wanting to surrender to more to God so that as I increase in God, my flesh decreases of self. This is always a battle between self and the Lord, self and God, selfish ambitions or glory to God type of ambitions. You're either going to glorify self or glorify God in your decisions. So it's me letting go. And this is where the Holy Spirit works because it is the Holy Spirit. Because remember, God is spirit. We worship him in spirit and in truth, it says in John 4. So the Holy Spirit is what allows us to connect to God. Family, this is deeper than what the average man, this is why it says the natural man cannot receive the things of God because these things can only be spiritually discerned. This is in 1 Corinthians chapter two. And we want to be the spiritual man. We wanna be the people walking in the spirit, allowing the spirit of God to speak to us because culture has intoxicated us with lies. Culture has tried to drench us with its deception. And just because I grew up with it, doesn't mean it's really godly or it's from the Lord. And this is where we have to really be mindful of what we receive, why we believe certain things and why there's a constant renewing of the mind. That's a lot of what we're talking about in these collections uh, going into this month is like the renewing of the mind and what that truly means. Because I know some believers that are out there and they're just still tap dancing with the world. They're still dancing with the devil. They still desire and enjoy living for the world. I want to be around people that love God more than they love Jesus. But that starts with changing my thoughts. That's why the warfare is up here in the mind. That's why the battles are up here in the thoughts. But I have to break this in the mighty name of Jesus. I have to break it off in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I know I talked about these three things, teacher, truth, transformer. These are all roles and things that the Holy Spirit does. Let me just give you all some Bible verses. Number one, teacher. Okay. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. This is Jesus speaking in John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So whenever anybody tells me, oh, how do you remember so many verses? Or how do you, uh, how do you understand the Bible? How do you know that? It's the Holy Spirit. 
And how do you know what to say? And how do you remember that or that? It is the Holy Spirit that brings remembrance of all things that Jesus has said to us. We got to feed our spirit, right? We want to have a healthy spiritual walk with Christ. And is the Holy Spirit, the he that is within me, that is greater than he who is, who is within this world, that allows me to remember, but also it is the connection to God that allows me to be taught. I always like to say, some things are not just taught, some things are caught in the environment that I'm in. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He is our teacher. It's number one. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. I get it. You signed up with a lot of different mentors and all that, but the ultimate and the final mentor should be the Holy Spirit. Because what I'm called to do is as I'm going out there, I'm hearing things. I'm called to go out. What I hear, I test it against scripture. And the Holy Spirit is the one that shows me this is off or this is God. That's it. But I got to continue to feed my spirit. I got to continue to nourish him and feed it. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Number two, and I'm just pulling up notes. Number two is in John 14, 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. So this is truth. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. The spirit of truth, family. He is the truth. There is a difference between what's true and what's truth. Let me give y'all an example. What's true is you might have had a unhealthy diet while you were probably in college or while you were younger or in a past season. That was once true, but now you have a healthier diet. You sleep earlier, you get your rest, you eat a healthier breakfast now. You're not just going out there eating uh, fast food breakfast sandwiches anymore. Now you're packing your lunch, you're packing your breakfast, you're eating vegetables, you're eating your fruits before noon. That was once true that you were eating unhealthy, but that's not true about the season you're in today. And it could be vice versa. You're probably eating healthy before. And now you're like, oh man, I just got convicted by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's the only one that convicts us. Okay. And you're like, now I got to go back to eating. That was once true. True is different from truth. Truth is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Truth is the spirit of truth. It's the Holy Spirit that teaches us and is the spirit of truth. And it says that it dwells inside of us. But here's what truth is. Truth never changes. Truth never changes. Think about this. When I think about truth, I think about God, his word. It lives and abides forever. That is truth. That his mercies are brand new every day. That is truth. That those that are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish like a palm tree. That is truth. That the weapon may be formed, but it will not prosper. That is truth. Okay. That I might be under attack, but I'm under the blood of Jesus. We overcame that old serpent, that dragon. We overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. That is truth. God's word is truth. Because no matter what, tries to come against it, it stands because it holds weight. That is truth. And that spirit of truth is what you carry inside of you. You carry the spirit of truth. That's the Holy Spirit. 
So as our minds are being renewed and our thinking is being changed and new seeds from heaven is being planted, we have the ability to rightly divide the word of truth and discern between wheat and tear. That is truth. The Holy Spirit guides us and leads us into all truth because it is the spirit of truth. Now, I don't know what spirit other people are operating out of. They'll take a Bible verse to try to build their own doctrine around it, but we need relevancy when it comes to biblical wisdom and truth and biblical revelation. So many people get deceived because just because somebody slapped the Bible verse on top of their thinking, they're like, oh, it must be good. It must be God. If there's a Bible verse, it must come from the Lord. That is not always true. This is where we need a deeper revelation. And I've seen people, they use all sorts of doctrine like energy. They'll use all sorts of doctrine out there like, oh yeah, uh, you know, manifestation. Manifestation is a word that you find in the Bible, how the Holy Spirit manifests. But people can take, even the enemy, can take biblical words that are in the Bible and twist it to deceive. Take a part of, of the truth and create a whole lie out of it. This is why we need sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. Truth, okay? Last thing about the Holy Spirit, a transformer. It transforms us. It is a transformer. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. When our minds are being renewed, we have the ability to test things as a witness, having the spirit of God to know what is that good? What is that acceptable? And what is the perfect will of God? We're going to be talking a lot about God's will and, and whatnot on this, on this pod as well. And what I like about this is God's word transform us, but we got to be renewed in the mind, but it is the Holy Spirit that renews our mind. I'm gonna show you guys the verse. I, I was just in that verse in Ephesians. These are actually good uh, verses where, you know, scripture interprets scripture. That's why I like. Scripture never contradicts. If anyone says it does, they probably misinterpreted. And most of the time they have. <laughs> it's just like a misinterpretation of what they believe biblical revelation of the scripture is. Ephesians chapter four, uh, verse 20. And it says this, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, the spirit of your mind. And then it tells us in Romans 12 to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we got the spirit of our mind, but we also got to be renewed and transformed. It, uh, it says transformed by the renewing of your mind. And again, when I look at this, it's God's spirit that is working inside of us day by day, moment by moment. It is the spirit of God. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. God is spirit. We worship him in spirit and in truth. We connect through him, through our spirit, as we are witnesses of Jesus Christ, vessels, instruments. Ooh, this is good, family. Let me read this in Romans 5 because I, I really want to share y'all. We have been, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit 
who was given to us. The love of God that was poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. The Holy Spirit family is a gift from God. It is a gift from God. And I thank the Lord that we live in the the age, the time of the Holy Spirit. It is a gift from the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I want to give you guys another verse that I believe is scripture interpreting scripture here in the book of Titus chapter three. Now, just to give you all context of Titus, he is being raised up as pretty much a pastor in the Lord. And Apostle Paul is writing this letter to him. And this is what he says in Titus chapter three. But when the kindness and the love of God, our savior toward man appeared, not by work of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our savior that had been justified by his grace. We should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So much meat in that family, but it's such an encouraging word. And I just want to break this down that he, it says this, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Regeneration is renovation. Whenever you're renovating, let's say a kitchen, part of a home, you have to tear down the old, usually most of the time, tear it all down, clean it all out, pick up the scraps, wipe it clean, and then install the new. That is the process that we go through as believers in our thoughts, in our soul, restoration, rebuilding, renewing, regeneration is just another word in Greek for renovation. You are being renovated in the spirit. You are being renovated in your thoughts. You are being renovated because there's, and think about this, when a place is old, there's a lot of bugs. There can be like all sorts of cobwebs and whatever it is, mold, gunk, all that stuff, years and years and years of building up. That is people in, in the spirit because they're dead. It's darkness. There hasn't been a light that was shined, but when the Holy Spirit comes, it does a renovation in our life, in your soul, in your mind, in your thoughts. There is a major renovation taking place. And it says, through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that have been been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is the power of the Holy Spirit and what it does. And whatever the enemy is trying, whatever God's promises are, the enemy perverts. The enemy is in the business of perverting God's promises, taking a piece of a true and making a whole lie out of it. So when you guys are out there and there's a lot of people doing new age, there's a lot of people doing all sorts of things, calling themselves Christian mentors, gurus, right? People that have have Christ consciousness. Whenever I hear Christ consciousness, most of the time and majority of the time, it, it is not Bible. I don't care if they are an author. I don't care if they wrote a book. Family, this is why we need the Holy Spirit. God bless you. I appreciate you all. And I pray that you get to know more of the Holy Spirit. When you know more of the functions and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you will know how the Holy Spirit operates in you and through you. So you won't be deceived. Even though other people are sharing this or that, your spirit will grieve. The Holy Spirit will convict you in your heart and all of unrighteousness. And you'll just know that this is off. 
And there's a difference between, is this a preference that I prefer? For example, I prefer the preacher to be yelling. I prefer the preacher not to be yelling. That's preference. That's not unbiblical. So a lot of people have to understand the difference. So get closer with God, get into his word, have an active prayer life. And if you guys want, we did a whole month worth of episodes on the Holy Spirit just in the last collection that we talked about. We're Right now in this collection, we're talking about uh, being renewed in the mind and how and why it's important to be renewed in the mind and the warfare that's going on right here. Last, last month, we did a lot on the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the different functions. And the more you understand the different functions and the gifts, the more you'll know this has to be of the Spirit, by the Spirit, through the Spirit. Amen. I pray that the Holy Spirit transforms you, it teaches you, and the truth shines in you. Praise God. I will link all the information down below in the description. If you guys want to support us, we have merch as well. Check that out. If you're on the tube, hit the subscribe, tap the like button, share this with a friend, drop comments. We all love uh, to, to listen and, and really read the comments here as a team. So I appreciate y'all. Be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, we'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye-bye.